0: Hey everyone, welcome to episode 90 of You Heard It Here Second.
1: New episodes are released every week on DerekAndSteve.com and on iTunes as well.
0: So just search for Derek
1: and Steve or You Heard It Here Second and make sure to subscribe today. Now Ari is back and ready to race into America's hearts yet again. Why have they used the term race twice?
0: The race car driver. Derek and Steve <laughs> present... You don't need to wear sunscreen in the winter in New England is actually the... Is actually the stance that I've always had. If you can get
1: sunburnt, you should be wearing sunscreen.
0: So, can you get sunburned? Is like, do I sit outside for twelve hours on the sunniest day of the winter and just bask my face in total sunlight all day? You yes, also I probably ma- could you, get a little red. Al-
1: Does anything in there <laughs> elicit emotions for you?
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> Dunkirk, I didn't really like. Either did <laughs> so, I. And that's the only emotional reaction I had to everything you just said. Moving on. You heard it here second. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode number ninety. of you heard it here? Second, I am Derek, alongside Steve. Steve, what's going on? Not much is going on, Derek. Episode ninety. Ninety. 90. Wow. Yeah.
1: Ten episodes till one hundred episodes. That's kind of nuts. Kinda that nuts. is kind of nuts. Yeah. That's that puts 100 us weeks. around
0: like March Madness time ish. That we'll be hit a hundred. That's pretty exciting. Really an exciting time, yeah.
1: That's pretty. Is that embarrassing?
0: Uh, no. 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 It's exciting. Yeah, it's exciting, I think. Cool. I mean it's not like we did a hundred episodes. it's not like we like barricaded ourselves in a cave and like didn't see the outside world and recorded a hundred hours of podcasts in a row.
1: <laughs> yeah, but we did have we 100, did it once a <laughs> hundred
0: straight weeks with, That's true. <laughs> with no we, Mondays. We had a couple weeks off though. Yeah, a couple. probably we probably how many weeks do you think it took us to hit a hundred episodes or to hit ninety episodes? How many weeks? We could probably figure probably it out. Probably less than a hundred. I think
1: we've probably had less
0: than ten off days, maybe I'm th- I would put just it over around under there. around 10. I would yeah. probably say it's like 11 or 12 if I had to guess. Fine. <laughs> just because we, had, we did have like a three week and a two week just in the last like yeah. three months, I feel like. True. Um, uh, but, well,
1: we're back with episode 90. Yeah. Um, we've got a good episode for you today. <coughs> Opening drive. We do have a small BC update, big pop culture section, regular size sports section. Yeah. Um, that's it. Three periods yeah, today.
0: Three periods, but we have an opening drive. We which do we have been an opening drive. Yeah. <clears throat> wow. So you need you need something big to have an opening drive. You at gotta this
1: have point. something very yeah. super important to have an opening drive. Yes. And so today we are doing a very special shout out to a very special lady, Joanne Dynack.
0: Joanne Hey, That hey. Do you have shout anything out. to say to Joanne? So I want to congratulate Joanne. This <laughs> yeah. is a huge deal. We this, don't just like this is our first shout listen. people out. Yeah. We, exactly. We don't ever shout people out. And like well, we used to back in the old days when we like needed listeners, but now we have a really strong, big listener base that's a lot very, of people. It's very like a lot of influencers. It's like a it's like a click kind of. Like people yeah. it's just like are you a listener or not? If you're not, you're like kinda well, you don't know what you're doing. Joanne is now but, in the
1: in-group. Yeah. So it's welcome big to the podcast. Friend yeah. of the pod.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Welcome.
1: Um, also on the opening drive. I just thought of this today because I sent a hilarious email, at least I thought it was hilarious, with a low importance designator. Huh. Have you ever sent an email with low it with
0: and pressed low importance? Um And if not? I feel like I have, but on purpose? I mean so if it was yet, like so yes, I feel like I have done that maybe once, but I can't remember explicitly and it definitely wasn't a work email. Like it wasn't like a it it was it would have been something that i would have sent to coworkers that didn't matter and wanted to like just like that so so insanely didn't matter that i <laughs> yeah. clicked low importance but i can't really remember for sure if that if i've actually done that or not bad or if, or email if I've just like, seen it regular bad emails are already so low importance <laughs>
1: that to press the button low importance is ab- absurd um i sent an email today that literally i i was it actually was low importance but i said I pressed the low importance button, and then the subject line said, in all caps, unimportant email, exclamation point, please do not respond to this ASAP, exclamation point, exclamation point. Um, This is not urgent, all caps, exclamation point, exclamation point. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. So really, really low
0: importance. (laughs)
1: um yeah i just thought of that today so i thought i'd bring it yeah, up
0: yeah i like that i like that so that's so, your opening drive that's a great opening drive and I like, wouldn't once say great. again no i mean it is great like this okay. is a big deal joanne's a listener now <laughs> Yeah. like this is like it doesn't get much more of a big deal than this. that's true like,
1: that's true the biggest deal
0: like we, we made a big deal when we hit episode 50 and we probably will make a big deal when we hit 100 but like this that's is, all that's all like fireworks that are kind of fake yeah. this is real between like, episode
1: 50 and 100
0: this is the most important episode oh, because Joanne Dinah by a listening. lot, like by <laughs> yeah, by a huge, by a huge margin. So thank you, Joanne, for this is huge. Thank you. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay,
1: let's move on to the episode first section. Uh, everybody's favorite, the BC update. Got another dude. Hey! What's better than this? Guys being dudes. Dudes to the right, dudes to the left, stuck in the middle with you. Got another dude. Heisman Trophy, Bronco
0: Nagurski Award, Ultimate Dudes, O-Line You, Bunch of Dudes. All right, so the Boston College update is our first section like it always is, and not a big update today because BC sports, BC football is over, BC basketball is in this period of time where they're going to actually prove a lot trying to get into the tournament. These are important games that they're going to be playing. But the only topic we're touching on today is one that we didn't probably expect to be talking about with having just closed on the football season yeah, last week.
1: Yeah, this is actually a good topic because it's not just BC had a game, let's talk yeah. about the game. <laughs> right. This is information that's kind of cool yeah. outside of just telling you whether or not BC won an athletic contest. Yeah,
0: so so we talked before about how there's a lot of hope for the future of this, of this team, and we talked obviously at length about A.J. Dillon this year, clearly was the team's MVP, team's best player. Um projects to be the best player on this team for the next three years as well freshman running back, freshman running back who um had an insanely good year was tops of the acc in most categories even in the nation had uh was up there in a lot of statistical categories so aj posts on both instagram story and on twitter yesterday. wow he doubled up he doubled up he posted screenshots of his note you know when you write notes on your phone it's like your way of a long form but it's an image so he posted his 2018 goals how and many are there, There are. Let me see. I shouldn't count because I'm going to read them. But there looks like there's probably almost 20. There's probably about 20 goals. It's a lot of goals. It's a lot of goals to set on one screenshot. So he really packed it in. And these goals are lofty. Like <laughs> yeah. These are – if A.J. Dillon hits on 50% of these goals, then I will be over the moon happy.
1: He will be – well, I guess
0: one of the goals –
1: they, they kind of go It depends hand-to-hand. which goals. Exactly.
0: If, if we work from the bottom up, then it'll be a normal season if yeah. he achieves the bottom 10 goals. But if he achieves even half of the top goals on this list, then... And, and it doesn't go strictly in order. But Just read them. Here's the list that A.J. Dillon posted. Win the ACC championship. Easy. 10-plus win season. Easy. Win a bowl game. That's, That's easy. That's doable. Win the Heisman Trophy. Okay. Win the Doak Walker Award. Best running back. Sure. Which he certainly probably would do if he wins the Heisman. Uh, Twenty three hundred rushing yards. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. Twenty five rushing touchdowns. It's a lot. It's a lot. All American first team. Doable. The best running back or best two running backs in the league in the country. ACC Player of the Year. Tough. Tough, but I think doable potentially. Lamar Jackson's gone. Mm-hmm. Six point three yards per carry. I don't know why he picked six point three. Probably <laughs> averaged six this year. Yeah. Six point two. Uh, that would be incredible. Amazing, for a season. 6.3 would be don't ever throw the
1: ball no matter what. Yeah. Give A.J. Dillon the ball every <laughs> single time you step out onto the field because you will score a touchdown. You will be getting a first down every two plays.
0: This is true. This is true. And uh, I actually just wanted to really quickly check what his yards per carry is this year. It was 5.3, so that's why he says 6.3. 6.3 yards per carry would be in, would be insane. 1,000-plus yards after contact. Parentheses again. <laughs> So a little cockiness there. There you go, good. You rushed for over a thousand yards after contact this year. Six two hundred yard games.
1: Six is a lot.
0: Six is a lot of two hundred yard games. But if you're gonna win the Heisman, you kinda need to do that.
1: We will play
0: some cupcake games where he will the, get two hundred yards. In the beginning yards. of the season, too. Yes. Like like he could he could get off to one of those like huge like thousand yards in the first five games starts with the with the schedule BC plays. Um now here's where the goals taper off a little bit. Um <laughs> uh, become more of a threat in the passing game. Sure. Uh, not be,
1: not quantifiable
0: be <laughs> proficient in pass protection improve vertical to 40 inches i don't know what his vertical is now but 40 inches feels like a lot for someone his size i'm sure it's a lot uh jump into the superfan section uh parentheses once with an asterisk <laughs> i don't know if there was a footnote there or not it does it's not in the screenshot easily doable um 3.0 plus gpa
1: just i like that some that's academics there.
0: in there be more consistent just in period. life i assume no period Just be more consistent. Just be more consistent. Uh, Become a leader through action. Like it? Is big. And learn as much as possible. That's the last goal on yeah. the list.
1: Some are very. I think you're right. Tapers off a bit. They taper
0: of... off, but but I love that he put in tapering off goals there. Yeah. And honestly, like, goals that aren't just football. That's related. like yeah. something I want a BC player and a BC person yeah. to I post. Want, like, I want
1: them to be athletes. I want yep. them to be students, and I want them to be good people. And yeah. all of his goals show
0: that. So I'm yeah. very happy about it. It reminds you of like a Luke Keekley You know, like those yeah. are the types of players you want coming through BC. So um and so recruiting a for set BC. Of goal and recruiting for bc and, and he does some. he used the in his tweet he used the hashtag decide to fly love it um slogan there as well as hashtag we are bc so um aj dylan um oh and, and i guess i'll also include what his tweet actually said with the screenshot it said 2018 with the arrow emoji to the to the right gotcha. and then it said 2018 and then it said night and day and he says excited to go make this a reality in the offseason. And he added the uh, running backs coach. Cool. So I'm in on that. There it is. AJ Dillon has high goals. For I I, next I mean, season. and we can
1: we'll talk about this later on, but he set lofty goals. But he's a a running back who can actually achieve yeah, this. He, he, he had an unbelievable season as a freshman running back in the ACC with a very young quarterback, a young receiving core, and and a coach who's been in with this system for over five years. So he's got, he's got the, everything you need around him to have a very good success. Also,
0: by the way, a true freshman running back is an important distinction. I think yeah. um, a kid that wasn't in a college, like weightlifting or training program before this season and took him a few games. He was pretty quiet for the first four or five games of the year. And then all of a sudden yeah. he broke out. And so, if you can, you know, with another whole off season of working in in that training program in the facility with the coaches, I know whatever limited ability they can in the off season, Mike, it's a it's a big deal. My only question is what? Where does the vertical come in? I don't know. Like why is like why wouldn't you try to increase your forty speed
1: before you yeah. try to increase your? I feel like vert- he doesn't
0: need to hurdle anybody, or <laughs> I mean, just, like, he, he runs we, them over. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> Yeah, the, the the vertical. I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe, maybe he wants athletic. to maybe he wants to dunk through the goalpost when he scores touchdowns. That's
1: a great reason, or jump into the student section really far. That's <laughs> duh. That's
0: that was one of his goals. Yeah, to jump really far. <laughs> jump into the
1: third third row of the student section. <laughs> uh,
0: so there you go, AJ Dillon with lofty goals and uh, getting the BC fans a little bit excited heading into heading into the off season. So anything else on BC update? Now nah, let's move it on to BC basketball. has got a big game coming up soon against UNC. So what is that? Uh I think it's this week. I uh tomorrow, I think. Okay. Uh Tuesday. So uh there it is. Moving on to pop culture. <laughs> Right, so period number two, pop culture, and we have a few different segments here for you within pop culture, so we'll get it started. Very eclectic. With a couple of TV shows. Yeah, we're going to go to some TV shows, we're going to go to some award shows, we're going go to go some restaurants, we're going to do a lot of <laughs> stuff, you know, <laughs> yep, gourmet, <restaurants>. um, <laughs> gourmet food. So uh, started out with a TV show that a lot of people are talking about lately, yes, uh, despite right it not being new, which I thought it was new when people were talking about it, but it's just got a new season recently, uh, Black Mirror on Netflix uh, has four seasons now. And to give a quick um, debriefing to anybody who doesn't know what Black Mirror is, if you haven't heard anybody talking about it, it's a series that is not chronologically dependent. You can watch any episode. They're all independent episodes. Mm-hmm. They're pretty long. They're, some of them are, feel like movies, honestly. Yes. feel like short movies. Not super short, but like a little bit short movies. Um, they are they stand alone. They are really mostly about future movies. Um, possible progressions in yeah, technology or society advances. Yeah. Um, and kind of they're messed up. <laughs> <laughs> they're usually some messed up stuff in those that make you in a sick slash brilliant way, really ponder your, your, your being in in that world and in a future world. So um, <laughs> what do you think about black mirror? I see what you have written here. You can just start with that. <laughs> yeah. um,
1: no. So I wrote, uh, I wrote down because <laughs> Black Mirror really messes you up. Yeah, um, it does. My, my joke that I was gonna go off of when you introduced it was gonna go Black Mirror, more like Crack Mirror, because <laughs> that show is addicting as hell. It is. It's it very is. addicting. Although it I is. can I can't watch more than one.
0: I watched. I can watch two. but really? I can't Watch more than two. They mess with they yeah. mess with you, man. Yeah.
1: So the the cool new thing is to go into your office and have people say, "Oh, have you watched Black Mirror?" Because it. <laughs> And then you have to say, oh, yeah, which one? Yeah. Because it's not like, yeah. what season are you on? What like, what do you do? Each single episode can be talked yeah. about in a vacuum. Yeah. So you're like, oh, I saw that one, too. It's crazy, isn't it? Or, oh, I haven't seen that one. Tell me about it. So it's yeah. it's not like Game of Thrones where everyone's like, did you see the most recent episode? If not, sorry, can't talk everyone's to you. Everyone's just like, yeah. have you seen this phenomenon? Yeah. Have you seen any of this thing? Yeah. Um, we've been watching them kind of out of order just because you can. Yeah. You can't really do that with other shows. So we. Mm-hmm been um taking advantage of that jumping around we've definitely watched the first episode of the fourth season which i guess we can review which most people are probably on right now is the fourth season that's a movie i got done with that it was an hour long an hour and a half that, long is that um uss Macal- or uss callister yeah. yeah
0: yeah that's about an hour and 15 minutes i think yeah. that's like close to when that
1: ended i i looked at you guys and go that's the best movie i've seen in two months yeah. that's not a movie <laughs> yeah. it was so well done yeah. i mean and the cool thing is some people like certain episodes and some people don't. Yeah. Like I've talked to people who lo- – like there's there's one that's so uncomfortable. It's called The History of You yep. that I would absolutely recommend people do not watch it. It is so painfully uncomfortable.
0: Yeah. But some, but people are going to watch it. That's like, Jonas's
1: favorite one. Really? And some people, He's like, that's my favorite one. Wow. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. they like that feeling of just pure right. discomfort. awkwardness. Ugh. Yeah. It'll, I almost like we, – we checked it halfway through. I was like, "Holy crap! There's yeah. still 30 minutes left yeah. in this, and, and I can... it wasn't
0: even a long one, right?" Yeah. From what oh, I, I, no. I didn't see it, but from for, it looked like it was one of the shorter ones. And Do like not you guys were still checking the time. I'll watch it probably eventually. Do but not, not watch it. It's not on my it. queue. It's not on my queue. I'll don't... watch it at some point. It's go, so I have bad. to now. I have I to know, know.
1: But it's bad. Um, so Black Mirror, overall, you're right. For some, I don't know what the reason is behind this, but this is kind of how it happens in today's yeah. society. Something yeah. catches fire. I think the new season's probably really well done. Yeah, we've only seen one episode, but it was very good. So. I'm assuming the reason all of this hype that it's getting now in the fourth season is because that season's very well yeah. done. So people are going back and rewatching others. Right. Um, but we're in. We, we've kind of we probably watched six or seven episodes over the past week just randomly, and they're very good. If you haven't watched Black yeah. Mirror, start.
0: Yeah, there you go. So Black Mirror, Black Mirror, uh, highly rated by us. Um, but. Uh Watch your dosage of watching yeah. the Black Mirror. So. I can't
1: if I watch two in a row, I can't sleep. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so brings us to the next show on Netflix, which I'll let you introduce, which is not being talked about, not being um, talked about at much, all. lower profile.
1: Yeah, this is the sour cream that we go with after the uh, spicy <laughs> bite in the in the burrito of Black Mirror. Um, end of the effing world. Um, it's a one. Actually, the main actor, the kid actor, is in one of the Black is Mirrors. in one of right. the Black That's, Mirrors. Yeah. So he's an actor in one of the Black Mirror episodes. Um, it's very British. Maybe the most British show I've watched. Super British. In, in, maybe even more British than Orphan Black. Yeah. Which Could is be. Very, very British. Um, super dry. Very dark. It's about a kid, uh, a boy and a girl. are probably, what, 15, 16-ish? Uh, yeah, I would guess. Um, the boy is a psychopath. Yeah. Wants to kill someone. Has the, killed a bunch, of, killed like a bunch like of animals. Has killed a bunch of animals, And yeah. like, yeah. The girl is kind of a an outcast very anti-society anti her parents she's like a just a person who doesn't want to deal with normal society yeah so they find each other and they go on this weird adventure we're not done with it we're six episodes in they're about 20 minutes each they're so painfully dry and well acted i think they're just so there's no laughter there's barely (laughs) any smiles yeah there's just a lot of awkward funny interactions yeah
0: and, and it's it's well acted combined with being well written to that dryness yes. like it's the the writing is like it, it, it has reached the point a little bit where you can kind of see that dryness coming but it's still hilarious yeah. like like everything she says the kid just says okay yeah, he like is, okay he just goes okay she says some crazy freaky monologue yeah.
1: and he goes okay yeah and
0: like <laughs> and there there's one point when like uh another character comes down and tells the kid like that, the girl is some like crazy. Like I won't yeah. use the profane language, but he's like, you are you know, your your girlfriend's a yeah. crazy whatever. And he goes, okay, I'll tell her. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Just like just deadpan, complete, yeah. okay. complete dry okay. yeah. uh, conversation. So it's uh, I like it. It's um, it's, it's not like it's, I wouldn't be like you got to drop everything and watch the show, but yeah. it's like they're easy watch. They're super easy. They're 18 minutes long. I think it's
1: hard to find very different TV shows nowadays. Yeah. Black Mirror is one of them, and I think this show is one of them too. It's yeah. just so against the norm Mm -hmm. in terms of how it's acted how it's written and how it's shot i think the cutscenes are really good it's true yeah so i mean give the first episode a shot they're 20 minutes long um and they it's a funny show there's only eight episodes they're probably gonna do a second season sometime soon but um end of the effing world effing is actually star 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 starred out (laughs) so we're not just bleeping it for the sake of the show
0: yeah yeah there you Netflix. go. Netflix. Netflix. The effing world. Uh brings us to the next topic. So we're done with Netflix TV shows. Done and with we're her. on to Golden Globe's uh, award show, which mm-hmm. was last night on Sunday night. Uh, I didn't really watch it. Did you you didn't really watch it either? But you saw some stuff. I, I didn't
1: really watch it. Yeah. I watched
0: some parts and I yeah. watched the Oprah monologue. I did not see that yet, actually. Which was pretty so, good. Yeah.
1: Um let's we'll get to that in a minute, but we'll just go through the two yep. at least biggest awards that I thought. Um, best motion picture, three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Yeah, wow. Not what I was expecting. I did love Not the either. trailer for it.
0: Yeah, but I didn't even, after, I think you showed me the trailer months ago, and I hadn't thought of, it hadn't crossed my mind again until last night. I didn't re, I didn't hear anybody talk about it. I didn't hear anybody say they went to see it, but it won best picture, so.
1: Now we got to watch it. Yeah. Um, And I'm glad Dunkirk didn't win. Me too. Really glad me Dunkirk too. didn't win.
0: Me too. Um, and now it's just striking me that you read that last week to me, but I, I did. didn't even register it. So. Exactly. because And it's in the intro of you saying, yeah, I had no reaction to what you just said. Anything that you just said. Yeah. And that movie was in that list, so Correct.
1: there you go. Best TV drama, Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Un- unsurprising pick there. Yeah. It was a very hot topic, very well done. Although,
0: that was not a murderer's row of shows, though, right? That was not that a against Game lineup. of Thrones and Stranger Things. That, that was a good lineup of shows. That was a good lineup, shows. A good lineup
1: yeah. of shows, and it, and it won, I yeah. think. I mean, it was a very good show. We didn't finish yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we liked it while we yeah. were watching it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the main thing that happened last night, because no one really cares about the Golden Globes. Right. No one really cares. At all. Oprah cares about the Golden Globes. Yes, she does. And she cares about equality. Yes. She so does. she gave a scathing. Oh, I don't want to say scathing. It was very emotional, mm-hmm. poignant, mm-hmm. well-spoken um, monologue. Basically, addressing all of the issues in today's society at once. I mean, it you pick and choose which one you want, but mm-hmm. it doesn't. I'm not going to go into detail about it, but right. she gives this speech that people weren't really prepared for, and they gave her a standing ovation, and some people were crying, some people were excited, but it was basically a, sh- a shout-out to all the women in the world saying, at, at some point, we won't have to say, me too. It's just going to be like part of our normal society to always respect women and be in that scenario. So she gives this great speech. People are crying. People are excited. Then Natalie Portman comes on. I did see this. And like, everyone's still kind of clapping and sitting down and getting excited. Natalie Portman comes on to read the best director nominees. And she says, and here are the all male nominees. (laughs) And the place goes like, Ooh, (laughs) (laughs) um, it was pretty good. So, Now there's this huge push for Oprah Winfrey in 2020. Like people have said, oh, she's talked to some friends about running for president. Mm-hmm. Um, so this kind of spurs this 2020 debate of who's going to run from the liberal side in the same vein of Donald Trump in terms right. of a high-profile celebrity. People have talked about The Rock. Right. People have talked about oh, Joe geez. Biden. Yeah. Even though he's a politician, people talk yeah. about Oprah. So what are your thoughts in Oprah 2020, there?
0: You know— I mean, so I'm not against it necessarily. Um, I, we so, don't have to
1: get too deep into this because it's yeah, a very weird topic.
0: What, what I want to make sure that – yeah, we're, we, are trans, we are sliding into a little bit of politics here. But I want to make sure that, that the mistake isn't made of having someone run that could be – that could polarize a huge population against that person. Yes. like Because that's one of the things that I think could backfire. Um, I would have no problem with Oprah running. Um I still want Michelle Obama to run, I think. I think that would still be one of my top choices. I want Joe Biden to run. Joe Biden I also would that would also be great and it feels like those two couldn't lose. <laughs> I mean yeah. I mean, I know that might that's probably short-sighted, but it just feels that way. Um I don't I mean, you know, I'm not super against it. I just I just hope that everybody knows what they're doing. I don't want them to replicate the Donald Trump approach
1: I don't, of, I, of running for that's president. That's the only thing I'm nervous about is I don't want our political system to become who's the most popular celebrity at the time. Yeah,
0: and... Which is
1: not a bad thing. Like, if, if she runs, she has the credentials, and she puts a, together a great campaign, sure. Yeah. But it shouldn't be like, oh, The Rock. Oh, yeah. like, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, Donald Trump. Yeah. Oh, Oprah Winfrey. Just, yeah. And
0: just but celebrities yeah. into exactly. perpetuity. Like yeah. we, and, and, like, yeah, and you, you, like... We need people whose job it is to run... Yes, Like people that are qualified and like, and yeah, it's people who know what they're doing. People who aren't just like, just have popularity. Like you said,
1: we've seen what's happening. (laughs)
0: Yes. And, and like, so that's why I cringe when you say the rock. Like, I mean, like,
1: sure. Do I agree with the principles of the rock? Do I agree with the rock's principles? I don't
0: know. Probably. Like, I don't, I don't know anything about him. Do I smell what the rock's cooking? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) But if he has no experience doing that, then like, you know, and, and the other thing is not to make the mistake of, they need to make sure that nobody running in that next election has something so targetable, like yeah. like that 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 the other side can just spin and and yeah. like ridicule and really just convince people that it's the end of the world yeah. for that reason. Um,
1: yeah, uh, well, so, let's let's not yeah. get too far into the rabbit hole, but, that- but sure.
0: If Oprah's got it together, then <laughs> I I approve of of. Get it, that. Get it together. Get it together, Oprah. So.
1: Uh, okay, so moving on to everyone's favorite topic. Derek, you ready?
0: I am ready. Taco Bell News. There it is. Nice. You timed that up yeah, well. Yeah, I, I hit it a little bit earlier before you said it. <laughs> perfect. It's perfect, yeah.
1: Um, so this week in Taco Bell News, you've probably seen a couple commercials, Derek. Haven't you seen some Taco I've Bell
0: commercials? I've seen a couple there? commercials. I have.
1: The new dollar menu, the yep. Belluminati. Yep. 20 <laughs> new commercials. Dollar menu items are being introduced. It's a lot of dollar menu items. That's the most dollar menu items of any fast food chain. Yes. You can buy 20 items at Taco Bell. For $20. For a $20 bill. Yeah. And some change. So this has obviously always been their strength. They've always had a very good dollar menu, late night menu, whatever. Mm -hmm. But 20 items is a lot. So we're going to have to see. I think it's going to be some combo of breakfast food and lunch food. So Mm -hmm. you might not be able to get them all all the time. Right. That being said- I'm a dollar menu fiend. I'm not a guy who needs to eat a combo meal with a drink and a side. Right. I'm just, right. give me three burritos for $3, and yep. I'm totally fine. So I'm all for this. Um, the new stacker is on the menu. You've seen the commercials. Yeah, I have. The I crazy have. thing is that they can continue to bring out these items that are just repurposed items of the same ingredients i know it's just a quesadilla folded over <laughs> it's literally just a folded quesadilla and they call it the stacker and
0: i need to buy it <laughs> hey it's true that's some good marketing i
1: want a stacker because they change the shape of a quesadilla <laughs> and they do that yeah, all the time they do it a lot they do bowls it a lot. they just wrap a burrito with something different yeah they and stuff quesarito, it
0: quesadilla is a like it's, i mean I guess that's a combination of two things, but it's just like it's just semantics and it's all the same it's things. It's all you the got same before. ingredients. They're just like all right. Yeah.
1: It's like you, you you put like Picasso in a room with beef and cheese and lettuce and you're yeah. like, all right. Invent five different foods yeah. using this these three items.
0: And they they consider them 'em five different foods? And I'll buy, buy them all. Them. I'll yeah. buy all I'll 5 I'll try one of each. Yeah.
1: So Taco Bell is now on the hunt for 19 new dollar menu items. I think they're going to roll them out as the year goes. So there's, I don't think you're going to walk into Taco Bell and have 20 items right, now. Right. Um, but that's the goal 20 items by 2000, the end of 2018 on the dollar menu, taking back the dollar menu. Dollar menu madness.
0: Yeah. Dollar menu has a place in this world and it's being taken away by some of the other restaurants. I so, agree. and Taco Bell's keeping it. So I'm good, all for it. Good take, Derek.
1: And that's Taco <laughs> Bell news.
0: All right. Anything else in that, pop
1: culture? That's it for Taco Bell news. <laughs> that,
0: was, that, was, that was just mean. Um, all right. That brings us into period number three, which is sports.
1: The Monster Jam.
0: All righty, sports. Yes. Uh, we got mostly just all football. This is my sports. favorite topic. So, so I'll let Steve introduce this topic because I can tell that it is. Um, I've got some questions for yeah, you. Yeah, you got questions for me. So. So
1: the first, and please answer them. As as you would as a neutral fan. As a neutral fan. Try to be
0: unbiased. Remove my bias, okay. Yeah.
1: So the Patriots drama. Right. Everyone's heard it. Yep. It's pretty obvious, and it has been for a long time now, that Bill Belichick (laughs) and Tom Brady have been at each other's throats. Yes. They've hated each other for a long time. Robert Kraft hates them both. Yep. They all hate each other individually. And they're rotting
0: from the inside. Precisely.
1: So my question to you is, is this the end of the Patriots I don't as see, we know them?
0: I don't see how you could really look at this objectively <laughs> and come to any other conclusion that, that this <laughs> is the end. I mean, I mean, it's all there—the ESPN article. Like, it's all there. They hate each other. Like, they they can't work together.
1: Backstabbing. They're
0: separating after this year. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, it would be one thing to expect like friends to co- to go through like some controversy and come out the other side. But, like, mortal enemies, there's no chance. No chance. Like, there's no way.
1: So a follow-up yeah.
0: question. Do the Pats ever win another football game? Probably not. Well, Marcus is not good. so <laughs> yeah. So maybe they win one more game. One more game. <laughs> um, but, I've been
1: calling uh, him Marcus <laughs> Mediocre. <laughs> Although um, he won a playoff game.
0: That's true. He did. And he threw a touchdown pass to himself. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, this is... It's gonna be real tough for them to overcome this. Yeah. I mean, okay, we can cut that. I know, I know that was hard for you to. No, to,
1: I, but like, it's funny for me. It's the, the Patriots' drum. It is a thing. People are talking about it. Sure. Yeah. So it's a thing because people are talking about it, not it because it was actual thing.
0: It's a, it's funny to me because um, so I crack up at ESPN nowadays. Like, obviously. It, I don't need to say that Patriots fans have a particular bias against ESPN more than other fan bases do because of things that have happened in the past. Like, yes. stories that have broken and Gate and all this stuff. Like, ESPN has always, in those instances, have they've always had this, this thing that has rubbed Pats fans the wrong way. So, I cracked up at this whole thing, not because of the substance of the story. Like, I think there are... For those of you that missed it, they ESPN posted this long thing about the Patriots and internal tor- turmoil between Belichick, Brady, Kraft, like who Gra-
1: Garoppolo, and Garoppolo,
0: that. the Garoppolo situation, and Brady's trainer uh, Alex Guerrero, and like That's... those are legitimate stories. Yeah. With like the, the contents within that whole piece are legitimate uh, crumbs within that story. The overarching premise is absurd. Yeah, like, it's ridiculous. The, I think they use like, the term like "are cracks starting to form within yeah, the dynasty" right. or something. And it's like, like, or,
1: or, <laughs> like no, they just like, report like f- yeah, interesting facts. Like, yeah. like I, I, so I don't know how much of this is true. I'm assuming most of it's true in terms of like the thing, the timeline that he's laid out. Yeah. But that like Garoppolo showed up for treatment at at the place mm-hmm. and at the voodoo doctor's office and yeah. the doors were locked. Yeah, and then he went back and like some senior manager had to say to. Brady's witch doctor. Hey, you need to see Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, and um, something like Kraft wanted to keep Brady and Belichick maybe didn't because mm-hmm. he has to tie his legacy to this team, yeah. which makes sense. Which makes like, sense. Yeah. So, so if like, if they get rid of Garoppolo and Brady's done in two years, now Kraft now Belichick has to start from scratch, and that's yeah. understandable. So there's some so there's some friction there. So those yeah. stories I understand. Yeah. But you're right. The overarching umbrella of are the paths rotting from the inside? Is this the end? Are they yeah. do they resent each other? Yeah, I love it. Like, I'm like,
0: all about it. Like, like the the is Belichick going to the Giants next year? Like, are they going to trade Brady this offseason? Like, so, so like you said, I think that there's a couple elements of this story that absolutely hold water, like for sure. Like, I would not be surprised one iota if Belichick actually preferred to to trade Brady instead of um, Garoppolo. Now, I'm not saying. When you hear that statement, it sounds like brash. It sounds crazy. I'm not saying that Belichick walked into Kraft's office and was like, "We got to trade Brady." You know, but when discussing that, I would imagine Belichick would be like, "Hey, Brady's 40, Garoppolo's 25. I think Garoppolo's is really good. That's why I drafted him." Bel- like, and
1: Belichick's never been a guy to—I don't want to say like have extreme loyalty, but.
0: No. Oh, if you, you don't, don't right. help
1: his team, you're cut.
0: No, you're completely. You, and you, doesn't matter. you could say it the first way. Yeah. He's, he's, <laughs> he has had extreme loyalty to no player in his career except for Tom Brady. Yeah. And there are countless instances throughout the past like 17 years for the Patriots where Belichick cut a guy or traded a guy who was it was a total shock it was like this guy's a pro bowler for you like like and you're just cutting him or you're just getting rid of him like Wes Welker Richard Seymour like there are tons of them Darrell Rivas they let Darrell Revis walk and he was like on he was like in a walker a year later yeah it's like Belichick has always moved on from guys a year too soon rather than a year too late he never leaves guys hanging around and, and struggling yeah and this is the point in Brady's career where it would be like this offseason it would be like that would be when you're like all right he's probably got a couple years left but we're gonna move on now yeah. like if he was a normal player, that's what you would expect yeah, to happen. Because
1: then you start getting into the Eli Manning situation yeah. where the fans love him, the ownership loves him, and he's not performing that well. Look. So now you get do but I mean they didn't have a backup, so he's right, not really challenged, right, but right. they have to make that tough decision too, and they did and the fans reacted. Now they they have to keep Eli for yeah the foreseeable future right. at least next year yeah like there's no good there's no not playing Eli next year unless they draft yeah. some stud quarterback right. who has but to start even
0: but. if they do draft a stud quarterback most likely oh, yeah. you'll want to keep playing Eli but and you, let the quarterback exactly
1: sit. but you see how that pans out and it's not good oh, for yeah. a fan base it, or an ownership
0: level it, and I think it's it would be it would be very um short-sighted and dare I even say delusional to think that that situation can't arise for the Patriots, I'm not saying it's going to happen next year, but that situation can happen at some point. Like, if you think about this, and obvious, and for the record, I wanted them to keep Brady. I don't think you can get rid of Brady. No, I, I can't. You just can't. But, but I'm not going to sit here and say that when he's 45, <laughs> that he's going to still be playing like this. And even if he is, let's say, even if he is still playing like this, what about when he's 48? Like, like when when does it, it's going to happen? Like he's, if you reach the point where you cannot get rid of him and you cannot trade him, then this is going to happen at and, some point.
1: And he is not going to retire himself.
0: Correct. Well, at cor- least not I soon. Think, I think not soon. Yeah. Now the question is, I think it's you know does he play two more years and maybe he, I guess here's the better question: Will he retire before he's bad? Do you think he'll retire if he's still good at any point? No, I don't think so either. Yeah. And that's where the that's where the tension comes in, and, and you brought up a good point about Belichick's legacy being tied to him because I think that's a point that people forget about. Belichick is kind of an asshole, yeah. like he is. And, um, I could totally see him seeing Garoppolo and being so impressed with Garoppolo and being like, This is like, this is a chance right here to start a new 10 year yeah. run, like, and like, being
1: upset now that Garoppolo is never going to lose an NFL football yes, game. <laughs> yes,
0: yeah. that is true. Um, so I don't I don't wanna to go too deep into that rabbit hole, but I do want to touch on the other part which we talked about, which is this whole Guerrero thing. And who I, is Alex the, Guerrero the is Tom Brady's doctor. personal like witch doctor. Yeah, you know, right. he's he's this like nutri he's not a like he's not really like a fitness guy. He's a nutritionist. Like he, he's he's the one who supposedly has sparked Brady's whole lifestyle changes of diet and all this other stuff. Uh Lots and, of water. And, and the pliability thing. Like, you know, yeah. that pliability word of being uh, able to withstand injury and recover and all that like it's it's not really like strength and conditioning stuff you it's don't like... get
1: sunburned because you drink a lot of water <laughs> exactly you just yeah
0: <laughs> chug the water and you're fine um, so that like it's a shame to me that ESPN and this journalism that I thought was lazy and stupid buried such what I think is an intriguing story like yeah. I want to know the dynamic of everything that went on there because you have this guy who's hanging around with Brady at the team facility. The team has said, like, this is Tom Brady's the franchise. You got this guy you want to help you do stuff, help you do stuff. Sure, go for it. But then you have Randy Cooks and Rob Gronkowski and Chris Hogan and Julian Edelman who want to who want Tom Brady's trust. They're all yeah. his receivers. Well, I,
1: I heard that that's the issue is that some of the players, like first-year lower-level lower level players, can't decide whether to go to team doctors or to go to this TB12 facility, and like because I think Grant goes there, Edelman Several, goes there, a bunch of players, and too. guys yeah. who who absolutely have Tom Brady's trust. Not that it's a, a big deal, but if you, it's kind of like shunning the leader of the team yeah. if you don't go to that doctor.
0: Yeah, so. but and and so and that's where um, that's where the heart of the story should be. Like, like that, that's I think what is a really interesting dynamic because. Because I mean, you might have saw a couple weeks ago they like banned that Guerrero's access to like team planes and traveling on the road and stuff. Yeah. and He's no longer allowed to do any of that. And it's obvious that that like came that's from the, somewhere. Yeah, that's like, the story. Like that's the story is that pl- that there's a divide in the locker room of who players should be going to for strength and conditioning. Like they have they have a training staff. Like they have a they have someone who's in charge of their trainers, their strength and conditioning. They pay coaches. a lot of money. For they it. get paid a lot of money. They do a ton ton of analytics probably on what each player needs. Like. And, you know, there were some, like, unverified stories of players who, like, the training staff had analyzed, like, their regimen and stuff, and they had them, like, scheduled to, like, be doing squats, for instance. I think that, like, it was some – it wasn't, like, a verified rumor, but, like, one of the players, they were, like, doing squats, and Guerrero was like, no, that's not what you need to be doing, and he, like, told him to do something else. And, like, as a player, I don't know what position that player was, but if that's an offensive player who's, like – and he's got Alex Guerrero, who's Tom Brady's best bud, like, nutritionist, fitness guy – telling him that he should be doing this and then he's going to go disregard the training staff and then belichick gets a report on his desk that says that 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 joe Schmo is now disregarding the training regimen he's going to be cut you're gone like yeah. and so that there's so much to that story that i thought would have been more interesting than just wrapping it up into this like the dynasty's crumbling yeah under, like here,
1: here's some conspiracy theories have added.
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, under the last point i'll say here under the what i think is the most ridiculous umbrella ever which is kind of like the punchline of their story, is that the three of those guys, Brady, Belichick, and Kraft, are fighting over who gets the most credit. Yeah. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Like, like what, what do you think that conversation goes like? They <laughs> walk into a room and Belichick's like, I deserve the credit for this. And Brady's like, no, it's all me. And then Kraft's like, no, I own the team, it's me. And like, so what does a decision, like, actually give you in that room? I don't know. Like, there is no... There's no decision to like. There's no appointed person that gets the most credit. It's a ridiculous claim.
1: Yeah, and and so to to kind of reel it back into where we are now, does this play in any way to the upcoming playoff game, or is this a distraction, or are these or these is this relationship too strong?
0: Uh, I don't think so. I, I don't think this really has much of an impact at all. Um, I also don't. There, you know what's funny? <laughs> there are conspiracy theorists out there. And I'm not one of them, but these are mostly like the most delusional of the delusional Pats fans out there. Hit me. That I and I guarantee you, I could find someone who believes this if I like searched through my Facebook friends like for long enough. There are people that definitely believe that Belichick seeded this story as bulletin board material for his own team. Wow. Going into The playoffs because there's nothing around this team right now. Yeah. There usually is. There, there's usually something that's, true. that's sparking them, the whole, like, whether it's Gate, whether it's, well, it was really Gate for, like, two seasons yeah. plus. Um, Whether, you know, there, was, or... there were others of, like, Brady being, like, unhappy, like, going into last season. There's always been, like, stuff like that. I could, I guarantee I could find you someone who believes that that was intentionally done as bulletin board material, so.
1: You totally believe that.
0: I don't believe that at all. I, I don't believe that, I don't, so, I believe that they spin that into bulletin board material for sure. I don't think that they leaked like some report that says that they are fighting. Like, I think that's kind of <laughs> ridiculous. Um, but So, yeah, I don't know. I don't think it has an impact, particularly not against Marcus Mariota. But. Okay, yes. Yeah. So, nice transition into the NFL playoffs.
1: We do have the semifinals set. Mm-hmm. Um. So, I don't want to, like we always do, I, we say, I don't want to spend a lot of time on these matchups. So let's just do it. Let's just do it. Let's pick them. So, the first game... Titans-Patriots.
0: I'm going to pick the Patriots. I'm going to
1: pick the Patriots. <laughs> the Titans are garbage, and the more I say it, the more they win, which I hate. Yeah. Marcus Mediocre,
0: and I hate him. Yeah. He's not winning two playoff games in a row on the road. No. It's, it's not happening.
1: Okay. The next, Jags-Steelers, which I'm very intrigued about.
0: Me too. Me too. Um, uh, I'm going to pick the Steelers. I'm going to pick the Jags. I, so, yeah. I, I I like the Jags. Um, I think the Jags have a good defense. I'm just worried that they are going to need to at least put up some points in Pittsburgh, and I'm yeah. worried that Blake Bortles won't show up. Now, it depends on the atmosphere and the environment and the weather and all that stuff in Pittsburgh. I but. think
1: it could be – yeah, if it's cold, you're right. Yeah. That that, that could be a factor. So but I don't know what the weather
0: forecast is. But. The
1: Steelers have the obvious advantage, a high-powered offense and a good defense. Yeah. The Jags have one of the best defenses and almost zero offense. Mm-hmm. So if it's a low-scoring game – the Jags, if they can get some turnovers and maybe a defensive or a special teams, big play yeah. or a couple, I said it, um, Jags bills, it was going to come down to a penalty, yeah, which it basically did. Yeah. It was a very close game, hard fought, but if it comes down to that, like a very close game, I think the Jags win it. Yeah. Or it's going to be an utter blowout. Yeah. Or Blake Borders won't show up and the defense can't figure out Ben Roth. Yeah,
0: I agree. The Jags did beat Pittsburgh 30 to nine in the regular season. Um, but that was a while ago. So it's for whatever that's worth. Um,
1: okay, so we have opposite picks there. And the Battle of the Birds, Eagles-Falcons.
0: I'm taking the Falcons. I'm taking um, the Falcons too. It's just I, I absolutely would have picked the Eagles if they hadn't had Wentz go down. Um, I thought Carson Wentz was I, – I think that he's going to be really good. He already was really good. Um, I just don't think Nick Foles can beat them. And I think the Falcons are starting to get hot, which is like kind of – what people should have seen coming probably once they made the playoffs. Cause yeah. like they're the team that's been there. I, I know we were talking with this about the Rams Falcons game, about how the story is going to get spun into the Falcons have been there. The Rams haven't. Yeah. And I don't know to what degree that's true, Um, but it, it's, it's maybe it's not as much of a, they've been there, but it's really like they have the talent. They just, they under underperform for a lot of the season the is they, yeah, they, know, they brought back most of a super bowl yeah. contending team. Super I, bowl, I
1: agree. All, I think like, the Falcons know that they're the better team Yeah, or, and will play better mm-hmm. in this game. Um, that running back core and and they have such a high powered offense yeah. and a yeah. pretty good defense they'll be fine. Yeah. Um, and another intriguing game, my second most intriguing game, Saints Vikings.
0: I love this game. I love this game to pick from. Um, you know, it's you want to sit there and say that the Vikings don't have the quarterback advantage, which they don't. But I mean, you want to sit there and make that the reason you know pick a, the reason that you uh, pick the Saints to win. But this has been the Vikings all year. The Vikings have had that quarterback situation the entire year, Case and they came. got they got a first round buy in home field. So, he is amazing. Yeah, and the Vikings defense is so under the radar; it's ridiculous. Their defense is amazing. The like,
1: Vikings are on their third string quarterback, and their second string running back. Yeah, and are have a first round buy in yeah. the playoffs. Yeah, and it's a they have home field against the Saints. Uh yes. Dome field. I yep. guess it doesn't make a difference cuz they're both domes. Doesn't make a
0: huge difference for the playing conditions or anything, yeah. but and, the same and Breeze always plays well in domes, but Yeah. I'm picking the Vikings. Um I'm w- going with the defense over the offense here.
1: I want to pick the Vikings yeah. too. I want them to win, but mm-hmm. for the sake probably of why I'm picking them, but. for the sake of this argument, I'll pick the Saints. Yeah. But I'm going to be rooting for the Vikings.
0: Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to also say like Vikings are winning a Super Bowl in the next 2 or 3 years. Really? But, I mean, I think they are. That's a hot take. That defense is loaded. That you like, even when you just reminded me, like Dalvin Cook's coming back, yeah. Teddy Bridgewater might be good. Like, yeah. he was good before he got hurt. Vikings are going to win a Super Bowl before, uh, before 2020. I'll say that.
1: All right. That's a hot take. Yeah. You got to have hot takes on the, on the yeah. podcast.
0: That's it. That's my hot take.
1: You have very few hot takes <laughs> <laughs> except about whether you can yeah. get sunburnt in the winter
0: <laughs> and whether the Vikings will win the Super Bowl. Yeah. So.
1: Um, okay. Now to another very interesting topic. This is a hot
0: take this, by a team. This is a hot take. Like,
1: How do you feel? So, UCF, University of Central Florida. <laughs> goes undefeated. They beat Auburn in their I think it was the Orange Bowl or the yep. Peach Bowl. What was it?
0: Uh Peach Bowl.
1: Peach Bowl. Um a very one of the the big 4. They they play a uh one of the bigger bowl games against one of the better teams. I think it was number 12 versus number 6 or mm-hmm. something. Yeah. They win complete a 15 and 0 season.
0: I think 14 and 0. 14 and 0. Maybe 14 and 0 undefeated. Yeah. I think it's 15 and 0. I don't think they played 15. They couldn't have, I don't think
1: maybe cuz every
0: they, you play 12 game in season i think it should be 14 but i'm not, i'm not certain but either way and they go e- undefeated
1: either way they go undefeated um and don't get a chance to play against the two teams who are playing in the national championship mm-hmm. one of which whom didn't make it to their conference, title game conference, t- title, conference game. title game the other Correct. who is the champion of that conference mm-hmm. both of whom UCF beat or no sorry no, both no, of no. whom they beat through the transit of property. Auburn beat them both. Right. Auburn beat both these teams. Auburn beat both these teams.
0: Uh yes, yes. But Auburn did lose their second they lost their rematch against they Georgia. They lost the rematch yeah, against Georgia. Right, right. However, they beat but both. At these some teams. point they beat each team and UCF and UCF beat, beat them. Yeah.
1: So UCF has a legitimate claim. I mean I mean, yeah. I mean, apparently this has been a thing for a long time. Teams have claimed national championships in mm-hmm. the past that they actually haven't won. Mm-hmm. So it's a travesty that UCF was ranked twelve.
0: That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. It's absurd that they were even 12. Like, yeah.
1: Um, I understand why they didn't make it in, although we had this conversation yeah, last we last week. A couple weeks ago. The, re- the yeah. reason the playoffs exist is to try to mitigate this problem, yeah. and it didn't even help yeah. a little bit. Yeah. It, it actually made it worse, mm-hmm. So because we have a team claiming a national championship <laughs> that didn't make it to the playoff. Yeah. So that's where we stand now. I am all for it. I think UCF claim the hell out of it, make t-shirts, have a parade, yeah. show up today and do media events like wow these teams are playing for second place (laughs) i think that is and this we had this conversation too with our other roommate it's what ucf has to do exactly they're not just going to be like okay thanks maybe next year because they're not going to get that many chances yeah ucf is not not in alabama where they're going to get the benefit of the doubt Mm -hmm. every single year yeah ucf went undefeated and beat a lot of really good teams Mm -hmm. and they're like this is it yeah. Like if this is not our our national championship, what is? Yeah. So, I'm all for it. I'm going to buy some UCF gear. I'm going to call them the national champions for the entire year. <laughs> the the outcome of tonight's game doesn't matter to me because I don't care who who comes in second place.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, um I am all for them claiming it as well. Um I I agree they have to. I agree that there's absolutely no other there, there's nothing wrong with them claiming it for sure. I did talk about on the last podcast how I I am a little conflicted. Um, I you know, it's an unfortunate reality, like we said, about not playing a strong enough schedule, and it's not it's not this team's fault. It's that it's the it's because the program went zero twelve a couple of years ago yeah. that they are off the radar and have a bad schedule, and that sucks. Um, I am all for reforming the playoff format to get a couple more teams in that are conference champs. You know, um, that said, you know, so I'm I don't know if I will personally view them as the national champion um but i love that they're claiming it i uh, it's yeah. it, it's cuz what, is it, it's who the cares? Right, what yeah, does it mean? it, it like, doesn't mean anything yeah. but it what it does is it keeps them in the ear of the people who matter and it's it keeps them in the spotlight and it probably is getting them recruits i'm guessing yeah. um after the jags playoff game you see the uh, blake bortles press conference they like asked blake bortles about the whole UCF, Blake Bortles was quarterback at UCF. Yeah. They asked him about what he thinks about uh, UCF claiming national champions, and he just, with a straight face, he answered national champions. Like, they're they're the national champions. Like, yeah. That, that was, like, he didn't question it. And the whole, the whole like, playing into it and being like, yeah, what what are you asking? Like, yeah, yeah they are, and they're national champs. Perfect. That's great, and that's what they need to do, and yeah. they need to continue doing and I, it. And so. the people
1: who are so butthurt about it, like, oh, this is embarrassing, like, it's yeah. a joke. Like, no, it's – Yeah. Like who cares? Like, yeah. They they did everything they possibly could yeah. and proved it. Like,
0: yeah. It is it, what it is. And, yeah, and it's yeah, it's true. And um Yeah, it's I think that the people that are dismissing it as like that's not even a valid claim, those are the people that have way too strong of bias toward like conferences and college yes. football. It's just I mean, it's it's ridiculous. Like what? Because this team wasn't in your conference, they can't be good? Like this they, they beat everyone they played. Like so I think um again, I'm not gonna go as far as to say that I think they are just the undisputed national champ because of that transitive property, but it certainly raises people's attention to the fact that, hey, you can have a team that has an, has a weak schedule and if they go undefeated and they're be- and they get matched up in a bowl game like this and they win it, like maybe we should think about having the six team yeah. option with and a couple
1: It is an interesting tidbit that Auburn did beat both of the national yeah, champions it is. or both of the teams playing. Yeah. So that's the that's the crux yeah. here too, is that they really can't say like we would play. They're like we would play both of them, and yeah. we kind of did by playing Auburn and Yeah. BM. like they they there's not like any loophole that that yeah. tell that says yeah. no, you're not because X. Yeah, the, the loophole's yeah. in their favor.
0: Right. Exactly. And the only thing, which is a semi fair point that that a lot of people will point out, is that um, Auburn is likely not. Up for that game the way they are for other games. I mean, yeah. So like their season ended very disappointingly by by losing the, their chance to get into the playoff. So they are probably a little bit less motivated than if they were going up against Bama or when they went up against Bama. It's not
1: their national championship. Exactly. Game. Yeah. Exactly. And so and it's UCF. Th- There
0: is that argument, but the, it doesn't really matter because they still won the game. So um so, I'm all for it. UCF. I'm all for it
1: too. I- Florida governor declared today that. UCF was the 2017 national <laughs> champion. They had a parade yesterday in that's Disney. Awesome. They did a parade in Disneyland. That
0: is great. Uh, uh, the World. full buy. You need to do the full buy-in. That's oh, yeah. That's for sure. Like we're buying UCF yeah. national championship gear. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in. That's a fact. I'm in.
1: Um, okay. Do you have anything else to say about UCF's amazing undefeated national championship season? I
0: don't. National champs. 2017. National champs. 2017.
1: 2017 yeah. Um, cool. Then let's move it along to
0: final drive. Final drive, you baby. Go first, gonna go second.
1: I don't know what yours is, so I'm gonna go first. All
0: right. First, okay.
1: First, so yesterday, actually, this is a two-pronged event. Mm-hmm. Um, we mentioned this last week. The game setup for times in the NFL playoffs are so good; it's, it's perfect. perfect. Yeah, it is. So Sunday at what
0: four? Sunday, Sunday at one and four. One and yeah. four.
1: So we go over for the first game at one. Yep to a new place we've never been in the North End a bar yeah. if you can believe it there's no, there's very few bars in the North End Vito's in the North End it's yep. on Salem Street kind yep. of closer to the city and, and um, towards the North End of the North End um, great we were expecting kind of like a dive bar not much to do yep. TV's everywhere food was amazing yeah. atmosphere was really good. good the service was good um, they had a good beer selection pictures of every pictures beer pictures of every beer yeah. where do you get pictures anymore oh well, yeah um, so Vito's in the North End, two thumbs up. We, we went there for the 1 o'clock game, had some beers, had some food, came back here for the second game, yep. got to do that Sunday afternoon chill. Yeah. So you have your whole Sunday morning to get your work done, get your exercise in, do what you need to do, eat some gross food, drink some beers, watch football, go back to your apartment, drink some more beers, watch some more football. Chill and during that game. And then watch Black Mirror. And, and it's and only 7.30. It's only 7.30. You watch Black it's Mirror. Like, you watch one Black Mirror. Or two if you don't want to go to bed, and then a couple of end of the effing worlds,
0: and then Bachelor if it's still on. Then you're good. And it's honestly, it's probably the best argument you could make for moving to the West Coast. I mean, yes, it is. absolutely. That could be your Sunday every week. That could be your Sunday. every Sunday week. Sunday Night Football would end. Also, at seven
1: o'clock. Can we do the same thing next week? Uh, potentially. You want to know why? Yeah, why? Martin Luther King Day. On Monday, correct. We can conti- yeah. We can just Sunday, not that we yeah. had to slow down, but you do have to be cognizant of. Yeah. When you're it's going true. to bed, how much you're drinking, what you're right, doing.
0: Right. You don't have to. You don't have it's to. Okay. You got the day off, baby. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. And and the the divisional round is the other uh, it, it's also that awesome time format. Yeah.
1: So it's a good thing. And is the is it is this the order, Titans on Saturday? Uh,
0: I know the Titans and Pats are Saturday night, so this is okay. not the order. There's a game before them. Okay. I, am, I don't know the order. So we'll I think the Eagles order. Falcons are probably Saturday four. And then I imagine it's Jag Steelers. And Saints Vikings on Sunday, but I don't I don't know that for certain. I would need to check.
1: Sunday's a good slate of games
0: if that's if that's true. So either way, um, I think Jags. Vito's
1: in the north end. If you're looking for a place to get a drink, watch some football, actually have good food as well, yeah, and not too expensive,
0: yeah. Vito's. There you go. There you go. There you go. Um, So my final drive is a controversial take for uh, with Steve because he was like, oh, Oh, it was like, what should I do for my final drive? He was like, oh, you can do New Year's resolutions. And I don't do New, year, new Year's resolutions. Um, on principle. On principle, because <laughs> to me, it's it seems ridiculous to limit yourself to self improvement once every 365 days. Not so, once
1: every day of that year.
0: Well, okay, that's. I mean, why why do you make a New Year's resolution then? Why isn't just a new day resolution <laughs> if it's every day? I'm not gonna argue this. Okay, so <laughs> um, people make New Year's resolutions. They wait till New Year. It's December 12th. Like, why aren't you working out on December 12th? Like. You can go work out before you do your Christmas shopping. <laughs> like you, do, you can, you, do, you don't have to wait until January first to get a gym membership. They're probably doing sales for Christmas. You could get a, you can get your membership early. So um, I don't do them because I I don't like to do them and for that for that reason. <laughs> so that's it. That's Derek's that's hot it. Derek's it's hot <laughs> take. I don't I don't do them because I don't I like, don't to, do like to do them. So that's yeah that's that's all. You do that you a, Derek. That was a week final draft. You do you. Um, anything else? That's episode it. ninety in the books. So
1: 90 pick your winner of tonight's game
0: uh tonight i'm taking georgia i'm taking georgia too yeah i i, I had georgia from the outset mainly because i want georgia but yeah um i love georgia running backs i do look who it is yeah look um, yeah. <laughs> so, um who you got georgia too right georgia too all righty that does it for rob who you got just
1: say it hurry. just say it we're ending um, georgia. Yeah, bam, georgia georgia he took georgia, georgia in a landslide, landslide. <laughs> cool
0: So that does it for episode 90. We'll see you guys next week for episode 91.
1: Later days.